Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's me, Sean Green. It's time for another episode of Halfway Okay. Sean Green. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're. Oh, this is the show. <laughs> okay, I'll figure it out. Oh man, hi, hi, hi. It's Sean. Oh man. Oh no. Hey, what are you baking? What are you baking in there? Butterscotch fucking cookies? Full of abadoles. Get them up. Get them up. Boy, do we love drugs here. Just kidding. They've always scared me. And now I have a job that does random drug tests, so I can't even try them. But but I'm not some poindexter. Hey, what do you call a really sweet nerd? Poindextros. Oh, but we can't laugh just me here. We need Danny. Come on out of that old iPod, Danny, you dick. What did I do to that? That's so mean. I shouldn't have done that. You're usually the mean one. Danny, I'm sorry. Danny, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, he's really, he's really scraping up the sides of that sarcophagus. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Sounds like a fucking hey, Sean. cappuccino machine. Hey, man. How, how you doing? I'm actually part uh, 56K modem. <laughs> In the sack. That was the, that was the full halfway okay uh, train coming online. I was going to say something, but then that joke totally it was funny, threw right? everything off. I made that up years ago, and I just remembered it the other day. I told it to Julie. She was not impressed. Julie is my girlfriend. We live together. We smooch. If you need any more TMI, read my book. I'm writing a book. Are you? No. You're writing writing an audio book? I would love to. Could you imagine if I wrote a book? I listen to podcasts where the people wrote books. I don't know what they're doing. It would be... Several books. Filled with like red squiggly lines under every (laughs) word. I just print screen caps of the word document. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're having a lot of fun already. We're we you know we're kicking it. We're kicking the field goal, huh? How about those lady soccer's in the news? No way they're going to Trump. They won the World Cup, huh? Can't even win that in Mario Kart. It's not a real sport. What isn't soccer? Yeah. Huh. Thought you're going to be sexist there for a second. Like it's not a sport. It's not a women's sport. No, no. Out of the few real sports, women do you have one of them? Was that women's billiards? <laughs> So what's the only real sports for you, billiards? American football. And billiards. And women's billiards. (laughs) And women's curling. Oh, my God. So two women's sports, two girl sports, and one boy sport. Julie does a lot of that curling. She always leaves her curling iron on. It's going to burn the place down. We we have fights about it. Uh Oh, should I do that? Should I do that? Okay. Oh, Danny, hi. You know what? Before we begin to get into the hoopinums, we have to do a morning announcements. Oh, can I see the cord? Yeah. I have a morning announcement that I need the buzz cord. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for right off the bat. You had something to say? Oh, 
Uh, oh, yeah. you don't? No, I do. I mean, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes I, no, right I, off the bat. Well, I had a... Vampires. There we go. It's <laughs> like a weird. I don't know. It's like a weird murmuring of a woman's yeah, voice in the background. I just noticed that. Deeply upsetting. I did notice that before. I've noticed it every time. And is it on both? It's on both. It's like a. I heard it that time, and then. Oh, yeah. that, you know what? That's so convenient. I would love to hear it again because I have a morning announcement to play. All right. Well, say. well, that's not the segment. Oh, I mean, I have a vampire song to oh. do. <laughs> That's weird. I don't like it. Where'd you get that from? Which part? Oh, the the part where the lady is in it. I don't remember that. Well, you're weird. So, hey, man. Well, what's hey. weird about that is like in that segment, there's no like uh, text-to-speech. Mm-hmm. That voice kind of sounds like a text-to-speech yeah. voice, but there's not anything in there. It's just like the sound of bats mixed with like the pipe organ. Like text-to-screech. So it would have had to been with the audio with the bats although Ugh. i don't know why maybe it's just some ghost audio from your computer i could look it up where i got that bad noise real i would fast. look well i mean we don't need it right Shh. now is this a mystery is this a hums mystery this is a little sean ss no okay well while mystery. you're doing that let me talk to you everybody about about what what has just happened yesterday as you're listening to this yesterday was giovanni rabisi day everybody give him a hand giovanni rabisi's what an ama- what an american actor yeah, last episode we thought it was coming out. We yeah. thought this episode was coming out on the I'm st- I'm still on beach time, man. You know me. Well, it's because we used to come out on Wednesdays and now we're Thursdays. Yeah. Anyway, the most important thing is we now have a special halfway okay uh, featuring Giovanni Rabisi. He actually paid us to use his likeness. You forgot the word shirt. Shirt. What did I say? We have a special featuring Giovanni Rabisi. Yeah, I was gonna after my big long line of words, I was gonna end it with shirt. You're you let me try it again. Okay. Oh, we have a special halfway Hold okay. On, okay. It's in there. It was already in there, because this is the site I got this off of. Okay. E- uh, uh, Ian, isolate that audio. Uh isolate and then tell us what you found. That's courtesy of CritterControl.com. <laughs> you can learn about their bat removal service, although I don't know why you ever would, because bats get rid of annoying insects. Yeah. Like if Meredith, you need, huh? If you have some serious bat issues, I guess you would call 855-547-8412 for immediate service. Oh, well, like getting rid of my mother-in-law. That's She's 855-547-8412, Critter Control, She's since 1983. My, mother in- my mother-in-law, she's an old... It says no cats and dogs under their number. <laughs> well, why? Okay, I'll call for my cat then. How about that, Jack? I got all these fucking dogs <laughs> flying around my yard. <laughs> I thought they're trying to keep him from calling. So anyway, what was I saying? The Giovanni Rabisi vaporwave shirt. Yeah, man, you just you cut to the quick with stuff. You, it doesn't take you, you nearly as long to say things as it does me. What is up with that? I don't know. It's really aggravating to hear you talk. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's what mother says. So you tell the story like a mother. Thank without, you. Without mentioning like forty family members, that's like your speaking style. <laughs> it's speaking. like if you if you ripped the binding out of a choose your own adventure book. 
<laughs> and just read it in a random order. That's how you tell a story. Oh, man. That's... Uh... So basically, we yeah. have new shirts, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Go buy them. We were going to... All we, of them. We were flirting with the idea of having it be a temporary thing, but no, like... I don't think I don't, we were. No, I don't, these. Well, I think I was. I, oh. I think these are perm, so buy them at their leisure, but they're limited release, so they're going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah, there's JK. <clears throat> so, yeah. Oh, man. And oh, also... Oh, I should tell you this, too. I also opened up the old floodgates on the Halfway OK store, so more, there's more items you know, that you can get the halfway okay stuff on. Can we get the shower curtains yet? I, I don't feel... I mean, I guess I could do it as a joke. No one's going to get the shower curtain. If you get the halfway okay shower curtain... You, okay, is, I'll tell you what. Is there a shower curtain or is it a bedspread? What is the weird thing? There's right there? both. You can get a bedspread, you can get shower curtains, Fucking you can put pants. all that shit on there. If somebody gets the shower curtain or the bedspread... <laughs> I will, I will set up a special code that gets you it for cost, so we're not making any money off of it, just because I think it'd be so fucking ridiculous if someone would have that in their home, and wrong, and bad, and a bad decision. What's and the- it'll still be expensive, because it's on Threadless, and their shit's still expensive, even at cost. So, I will do that. I will look that up, and I will do a special code. Okay, yeah. The code will be, uh, I don't know, we'll figure it out, and I'll let you know. How about yeah. that? Because <laughs> I don't know what it is, it has to be numbers or what, I've never done it. So anyway, man, oh God. Danny. So isn't that exciting? Yes. I actually followed through with a shirt design and, and I wasn't like overly anal about it. Well, it did take you a very long time. Mm-hmm. And you like it. You even like it. I had to you? give you like an extra three months. Mm-hmm. And you even like it. You like it. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you like me? I like the shirt a lot. Thanks. So man, I man, what have I been? Oh. Huh. <laughs> Vampires. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that was actually in the clip too. Oh my god. Yeah. So how are you, Danny? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How are your tires? They're good. Great. That's it? Nothing yep. else to report? Nope. You're not excited about anything? No. Oh. I'm not either, really. But I will tell you one thing. I I did some, you know I re I did I did start listening to Bill. Nye's, you remember Bill Nye, the science yeah. guy. I started listening to his podcast. He's become like a real snot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's unlistenable. Much like Neil deGrasse Tyson's Atheist Jesus, his fucking podcast from a million years ago. They they are they're just they're drips. I know people thought that he was funny back in the day. I was always a, more of a Beekman guy, Beekman's world. Yeah, but. Uh, because he was not a scientist. He was an actor, which is what I fucking need. I don't need a real science man to tell me science. Not interested, Jack. Well, the what pisses, what's what's annoying about both Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh, Bill Nye is that they're black men succeeding in America. <laughs> no. Uh, that I like. <laughs> is that what's annoying about them is it's like not scientific to be absolutely certain about fucking everything you know what i mean i don't even care about that but that's like that's the antithesis of science like science is built on like doubt sure and like the way that they like throw everything around like they fucking know everything sure it's like fuck off no you don't mine's less about that it's more of their general attitude in their clothes because they both dress kind of bad especially neil degrasse tyson they they dress like well bill nye gym teachers dresses like uh a Halloween costume for scientists. 
Like he or, still wears the same shit. An Orville Redenbacher costume. Yeah. He, I don't know. I feel if you're making that much money doing science and being a celeb and being on Hollywood Square, still not making that much money. Oh God, tons. He's a correspondent on some news. He does things with books. He's on this podcast. Have you heard this? Hmm. I forget the name of it. It's like Bill Nye in science. And like. Bill uh, Nye, remember me? Cast. <laughs> and like the intro to it is very. You know what? I kind of just want to play it. Can I have the buzz cord, please? Sure. I like. Uh, I would say between the two, I definitely like Neil deGrasse Tyson better. He's at least. I think he knows a lot more. Yeah. He just. <sighs> I don't know. Like he's very religious about his science. That's why I call him uh, atheist Jesus, which is so funny of me to say that. That is a funny thing. If you're going to be a scientist, but you're not trying to find evidence of ghosts, then what the fuck are you doing? I, I might. There's no agree. point. I, I, I look. I, I'm all for science. I feel like we need it in America because clearly we do, do we? not What's fucking fuck get it? it. What's the last thing fucking scientists have invented? Okay, well, I'm saying science that's like... We, after, that's a, <laughs> after Schuler Wheeler okay. made the electric fan like at the turn of the century, and then a bunch of fucking nerds made a computer and video yeah. games, we're done. Well, I mean, they're telling Find us... Find ghosts. They invented, they invented these lies about global warming. Just kidding. No, people need to understand that science is important, and it is important. I'm not trying to malign these people. However, they're... Listen to this intro. Listen to the intro, and maybe... It's not bad. This is from his podcast, Bill Nice Science Podcast. Science rules. And he has, he's like, look at him. He's all there, overall red and bockery, in front of a green chalkboard with like planets drawn on it. And I'm like, it looks okay. like a game show. It, right? It looks like when ben Ni- yeah. Bill Nice money. Yeah, add oh. free new episodes oh. of Science okay. Rules. Okay, can I, Bill? Premium. Oh, yeah. For a free okay. Month here. Okay, here. I'm not getting it so far. Because it's a call-in. This on? Uh-huh. Hello? Hello? Okay. We're all science people. Science. Exactly. We know it's a good idea because it's lasted. There's chemistry in here. There's biology in here. I hate it. Here. It's in whiskey. It's in ice cream. I hate it's it. It's in who you fall in love with. Rules and, and ethics and everything else. We can make the world better for everybody. That's the thing. It's just, it's so saccharine and cheap and stupid. And it's this, it's this fucking bed, bath and beyond version of fucking science that I fucking can't stand. I don't want Margaret and Chase to listen to science stuff. I want that for Margaret and Chase. Who's that? I don't know. Funny, dumb people names. I want it to be for fucking nerds and cool guys and me who sometimes likes to listen to podcasts or about science. But you're a dumb guy. I know. But when it was like stuff you should know where they're just reading Wikipedia articles, I can really get into that. That's so, what the show is? Yeah, more or less. I mean, they're both funny, so it makes it like good. But they do a little bit of research, but they mostly they read Wikipedia There's articles. two? Bill Nye and who? Oh, no, no. Stuff you should know. That was a show called Stuff. This is like two or three people, and then people call in, and they're like, "Why comes it? Here? Why comes it? Baskets are made of wool." And then they're like, "Well, it's because sheep are melephlopods." <laughs> Fucking right, man. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know you where. Don't have any business listening to science podcasts? Exactly. Yet it's made for me. You should be listening to basketball podcasts. <laughs> They'd have a better fucking intro, something that would pump it's you up. PBSy. I hate it, but it's like it's. I don't know what I don't know what bothers me so it's about it. It's because so much. it's so condescending. It is con. Thank you. It's it like, is condescending. Hey, y'all like whiskey and pizza? 
here's some science for you, fucking idiots. <laughs> science is in boners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it is condescending. Yeah. Man, you really have a way of cutting to the quick. You have a very literary, critical thinking mind. That's what I really like about you, Danny. Thanks. That's it, though. Just kidding. Um, man, am I hooping up the park. Why did you bring Bill Nye up? I just, it bothered me. Well. I wish it was more. Oh, he's our guest. Come on in, <laughs> Mr. Nye. Uh, you don't have any pocket protectors inside your, your asthma medicine drawer. Bill Nye. But Bill, yeah. Bill Nye, ladies and gentlemen, he has to go. Oh, I have to go. I'm going to get on my scooter. Just kidding. Mother's picking me up inside of a giant car. Bye-bye. Oh, now Julie's beating him up. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, nerd. I'm Julie. Julie? Sounds hot. Anyway, so <laughs> what kind of what kind of science podcasts are you annoyed with today, Danny? Because I was. Those was. Uh, was. No? Uh, well... I'm not sure if I'm annoyed by it, but like there's a show that I've listened to off and on through the years. It's like Beyond Reality Radio. Mm-hmm. And it's some fucking yokel from New England and then Jason Hall's from Ghost Hunters. Okay. Although, the, the, was he the soprano looking guy? The bald, the bat, the fat one, the big one, the leader? He's not fat. The Mario? He's kind of a muscly dude. I love Mario. But, uh, well, they were both plumbers. Oh my God, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's he's the other guy. But like for months and months, he, Jason hasn't been on the show because they're filming like a new ghost show. Oh! But like every every time they put it in the show description, it's always we. And so like you always think he's gonna be on it, oh, and then he's it's just, the royal we. Yeah, then it's just like oh, good fucking Byron Hussey is by himself <laughs> again. <laughs> I some fucking chowderhead, <laughs> fucking bitching about uh. <laughs> fucking who's the motherfucker who's the midnight ride guy uh, the red goats are coming why can't well, i fucking think of it yeah rupaul revere <laughs> that's funny no yeah i mean i don't know man life's weird man speaking of <laughs> weird yeah you uh listened to another book oh yeah no yeah i was driving i had to drive oh boy I had to make a big drive, you know, and when I was doing that, I was like, Me, okay, you know, I need to get, I, I need to get a cla- an American classic. Novel. When were you driving? Uh, Sunday. Okay. And uh, I was like, I need a, I need an American classic to put in my crawl. You so know what I mean? So if you picked a, a British author. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I was like, you know, what are the what are the books that like I was in two two I was in the dumb English classes, so we never read any books. So I was like, what are the books that people like just know and like everyone just fucking knows these books? And I was like, oh, Animal Farm. I still don't I don't have really any kind of idea of what it is. I like to read it. So I found YouTube has everything. Quote unquote, read it. Well, look, I'm not gonna read. But I'm gonna listen. It's a different process of taking the information in, I, and I can I can retain from listening very well. Where you you say you have a difficulty with that, you're more of a reedy guy. With the, with a novel, yeah, like I, it's very hard for me to like. I would have to be in the perfect mood to like listen to a whole book on tape. Yeah, I I I really really like it. In the books on tapes I've read, I've retain the information pretty well. You could have read this though; it's so short. I could have. It's like but a it, pamphlet. It's actually a novella. It's like, it's not very long. It's like, it was a three hour listen. So how I, long is uh, that to read? I read it in like two, 
two and a half hours. Yeah, because your brain works faster than your talks. Yeah. But uh, but so so you would no, you would never read this book. No. Well, how stupid are you, huh? Uh, based on my feelings of this book, very smart. What do you mean? Okay, hold on. Let me just real quick do a recap of the book. So that's funny. So I, I, I so mentioned you just picked this randomly though. Yeah. Because Sunday night you started messaging me, mm-hmm. and uh, I told Audrey that I figured you heard Al Gore say <laughs> he read it on a podcast, and that's why you were getting into it. <laughs> I'm sure he has read it. He's read everything. But then, yeah, then I bought it the next day. <laughs> I never read any Orwell. I've never read 1984 or anything. Oh, is that the same guy? Yeah. Oh, I've heard that's a book. Um, and it's not about Van Halen. No. It's about the end of the world or dystopian future. Like, I, I, did some, you've never read that? Some either? fucking George Lucas bullshit. No, fucking George Orwell's the poor man's H.G. Wells. Fucking write about Invisible Man's. H.G. Wells the one who wrote about the War of the Worlds. Yeah. Okay. He's, and the Invisible Man. Yeah. And a bunch of other shit. He was the voice of uh, of Ultron. Anyway, so uh, uh, so so here's the here's the here's the basic gist. Is there's this farm with talking animals already? I'm in, and then these animals are like, manor you know what? Farm. Huh? It's called yeah, it's a manor farm, mm-hmm. and these animals are like, there's this old pig, you know, and and he's like, you listen major. up, every, yeah, major, and he's like, listen to me, comrades, listen to me, what will will you? And he's all like telling them like, Dude, well, he had a dream, he had a dream, and he finally remembered the name, the the words to this. A long forgotten song. Beasts of England. Beasts of England, which is basically a rallying cry for all the animals to better basically be like, yo, dude, fucking, we are not slaves to man. To li- to work our lives in the cold and eat slopped just enough to keep us alive. Let's, you know, let's eventually, through a process, take over this fucking shit, kick these these mother lovers out of here and take over this farm and we're going to call Animal Farm. And they did. Snowball and Napoleon. Well, guess who's the asshole in that duo? Actually, they both are. Snowball fucking sucks because they started eating those apples for themselves and they yeah. started taking that heavy cream for themselves. Yeah, they, already. they stole the milk like on page four and then it's like, okay, well, clearly this is the direction this whole thing is taking. It sucks. Those ducks I guess have I have milk. to read another fucking 120 pages even though I already fucking know the story right now. Yeah, and, and even though it's about animals and there's an animal farm. I think I think, and I have I need to look into this. I think it might be like a kind of a a social and political commentary. Kind of, are you being glib right now? No, I think I think it might be. It might even like recap kind of the events of like the uh, like the Soviet Revolution okay, you're being in 1917. No, yeah, of course, but like, and I knew that going in. I knew it was going to be like a political thing. Yeah. But Napoleon the pig. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the pigs. Well, they become people. It's cyclical because we're pigs. So yeah. like ham's fine. I guess. Clever, George. Oh, come on. It was fine. It blew my little mind. Well, like. But I'm a simple. Like you really didn't like it. Is this w- just you being devil's advocate? Yeah, you really I wasn't, didn't like it. I wasn't like impressed. Yeah, like, you've read all the Gotrek and Felix novels. And you're like, well, okay, gut reads. Those are fun. Yeah, they're fun. Not all of them. Do they have talking animals? Not as many as this. Uh, yeah, they have beastmen in it, you dumbass. Mm. Yeah, like. Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like, I feel like it could have been 20 pages and um, done the same fucking shit that it did. You're probably not wrong. Like five pages in or six pages in or whatever, you know, the fucking pigs are going to become the new man yeah. and take over. 
you know fucking Boxer's going to work himself to death and it's going to be sad. Boxer's be- a horse. Yeah. And he his he yeah, he's representing the working class who are just like the boss is always right and I should just work harder. Basically like every character is introduced and it's like, oh, this is pretty much their whole story. Yeah. You already know. Well, but I'm going to write it out anyway. They're animals. But I mean, if this is supposed to be meant for like, you know, people walks of all life the, from the small folk to the child to anybody else they it would wasn't. need to kind of spell it out uh, who is it for it's scientists not, it's not for children for bell nye i don't feel like a a scathing uh view of like stalin like a satire a stalinistic satire it's, is meant for children start them young just like they did with but those piglets they I started f- those piglets young on the lessons because the piglets the little baby pigs were the only ones that got schools they built a whole well, schoolhouse. The dogs, kind of, and the dog. Well, the dogs just learned how to protect. Yeah. So the pigs and the dogs are in cahoots. The dogs were became the Gestapo. They fucking sucked. And I usually like dogs. So uh, in this, the only fa- I'm I'm fan of the donkey. I'm fan of the horses. I'm fan of the ducks. Yeah, Benjamin was like the coolest character. Yeah, I wish there was a duck character. You ever seen I- a dead donkey? <laughs> right, that's what he said. Yeah, but uh, yeah, th- that's the thing is like it was about 120 pages too long. <laughs> The writing was nothing to write home about. Like well, we, I feel like George Orwell is the Stephanie Meyer of like the 1930s or whatever. How rude! With less vampires. Yeah. But like I'm, I was shocked that like it was what it was when it's like regarded so highly. I mean, and it's like there's like like we were talking about with like Bill Nye's podcast and like the condescension and stuff. It's like. It's real fucking easy for George Orwell to fucking sit at home in his like upper middle class British upbringing and fucking call Russian peasants who are were literally starving to death mm-hmm. fucking dumb animals for trying to make like a change. And I know like Orwell was like a democratic socialist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he's just has more of an issue with uh like the communist uh, socialism structure or whatever but like it's just like the whole f- hopelessness in the book yeah yeah it's bleak as shit but it's like it just seems shitty like coming from more privilege to like yeah. call those people the millions and millions of people who died trying to change things for like it just seems well shitty. But, but a person in that is upper middle class like that like i didn't i didn't know anything about George Orwell's background or nothing. Yeah. But like, it seems to me back then with, you know, no Russian peasants going to be the one to, to come up, you know, become super good educated and like write, a, you know, the great American novel. That never happens. You don't think that there's a lot of great Russian authors? Not a, had peasants. Were there animals in it? Had presents, huh? That were peasants. They didn't have no books uh, to write in. I think Gokul was, I don't know, what Goku? year was he? Uh, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Fucking, uh, God damn it, what's his name? I I'm not big, I'm not big on Russian literature, but I know that there's a lot of people that are held pretty high. I'm hmm. sure most of them were fucking peasants, though. So. Well, okay. All that aside. So, if it wasn't talking animals, how into the book would you have been? If it was just folks? Huh, that's a... <laughs> if the animals in question were human? That's a really good question. It was short... So I probably would have stuck to it. Mm-hmm. And mm, I really don't. I really can't answer that because honestly. Okay, hold on. Follow up <laughs> question. Yeah. You once said uh, you're not as in 
to the all the metaphors and shit you want the story which i'm a lot on the same page with that what was your favorite part of the story like what blew you away okay can i I, there is an answer to this that i already have and it is also my main takeaway because even though i was i i have a very i can really get into shit so like not i'm not fucking special but like i really get into like movies and tv shows and stuff like i really commit and so in in usually like for example shows (laughs) for example like when i'm not i'm not usually trying to like be a Batman and saying like, Oh, I got the plot with, with, with stories and stuff like that, that I'm, that I'm watching. So like Padme, I did not know what that she the fuck <laughs> are you doing? Hold on. There's a thing here. So in episode one, star Wars episode, with Batman one, and Padme, hold on. You know, that lady who is like the Padme's little handmade little, little buddy. I didn't know that was Padme. It turns out or Queen Amidala. I didn't know that was her anyway. It was. I didn't get it. What was your favorite part of Animal Farm? Hold on. So listen. It's the pod racing. (laughs) (laughs) So you're getting it. Yeah. No, I think my favorite part of Animal Farm was the idea that these people, so everyone else in England at the other farms are humans Hmm. with animals that they're doing animal stuff with. And, And the people are like, are like commencing in trade with Animal Farm and being like, oh, those animals over there, they won't last a week. And so I'm like, it's still the conceptual shit. I know. And the fact that you're thinking of talking animals. I know. Yeah, I know. But that's my favorite if part. If that talking animals were humans, what's your favorite part of the story? Oh, you didn't say that. But hold on. I want to do it. My but one you're th- not talking about the actual story. You're still talking about like concepts because it makes you giggle that a <laughs> pig is... <laughs> Trading with like people. clothes at the end. Spoiler alert. So, well, he, he gets drunk and wears the derby hat for a second. Story? I don't know. There wasn't much of a story. I guess, you know, you know, on, okay, my favorite part of the, I don't know because they're animals. I can't separate and be like, oh, if these were people, because then they, they would have like, you know, be, the context would be completely different for it me. It wouldn't though, because... These animals aren't acting so, like animals. So, well, but how are they going to be on a farm? So if they were, okay, let's say they were slaves who took over the farm. Yeah. Let, would, let's say this was written uh, in antebellum times. And this was a plantation. I don't know what that means. But okay. So let's say, okay, perfect. Antebellum is the su- the the Southern way to say uh, slavery times without like sounding like they're into slavery. Got it. So in antebellums. Uh, I would say my favorite part is like the first like season where they're working together and actually everything's nice. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's what I want it to be. And then it gets shitty. But even then like the corruption's already setting in little, and the pigs are already tricking them. Fucking pigs, man. They really did trick everybody. Mm. But I, re- but here's the thing though, that being whatever it is and I get it politics and I get it. Stollard is bad, but it, the idea of like human people trading with an animal farm and just accepting it. I that what that's a that's a thing in books, right? Where like people just like in Buffy, people just eventually accepted like, oh yeah, there's fucking demons. the suspension of like disbelief. Just I guess like, I love that. Well, I mean, shit. Yeah, that's just that world. I love it. It's the same thing mm-hmm. as like one of the most attractive things. I'm so sorry for saying this. Was one of the most attractive things about Family Guy in the Cleveland Show and and American Dad is the fact that there's like animals with them, like just human animals. I'm like, that's fucking great. 
Like, I love that shit so much. I'm, I'm so into it. I love that stuff. So, um, why do you so, have to get a family guy? You couldn't go like Rocco's Modern Life. Well, because there's pork no, chop and no living alongside humans. That's the whole. That's the part. Aren't that there I, humans in Rocco's Modern Life? No, sir. Hmm. Mr. Bighead, right? Mr. Bighead. Well, pork chop. Pork chop is a dog. On Doug, was kind of a Snoopy, which is kind of a person. It's different. They don't okay. wear clothes. Anyway, um, collar's kind of a clothes. Anyway, so all I'm saying is we're very learned now, and I really like Halfway Okay Book Club. And and you made me agree mm-hmm. to read a, a book. Yeah, I'm going to suggest I get to pick the next one because you picked Catcher in the Rye, which was a good choice. Then you picked Animal Farm, which is kind of a farty choice. Well, come on. I'm glad it was short. What I took away from it is I don't need to worry about ever reading 1984 because I'm not <laughs> a big George Orwell fan. George R. Orwell fan. So Animal Farm ranking dim <laughs> is it gretchen on the side of that yeah i have gretchen's book <laughs> uh but anyway my suggestion or my yeah what you're gonna read okay and if you would honestly try to actually read it i would be so proud of you i can't read. Could even take time i would have to mm-hmm. audiobook it but you know, go on hopefully it's an uh-huh. audio book is the bible not interested it's a it's a i mean it's a big famous novel it's not big though like long. We said short. I said short. It's shorter than Catcher in the Rye, I believe. Okay. But uh, there's a lot of stream of consciousness and shit in this one, so I'm not sure how that would work in an audiobook. Hmm. But uh, I mean, there's audiobooks for like on the road and stuff. But it's a book I haven't read in years, and I've it's a book I've always enjoyed. Okay. So I wanted to reread it anyway. And uh, this time it actually is an American classic. Oh my god. Unlike your previous choice. And it is William Faulkner's As I Lay Dying. Okay, it sounds like a fucking bummer. What is it? It's fucking awesome. Is it funny? There's funny parts you can read the back if you'd like. Let's read the back. At, of at least read the back of the book before you listen to the audiobook. All right. Wow, this is fucking black on gold. Okay. As I Lay Dying is Faulkner's harrowing account of the burden the burden family's odyssey across the Mississippi countryside to bury Addie. To bury Addie. Their wife and mother. Told in turns by each of the family members, including Addie herself, the novel ranges in mood from dark comedy, hey, mm-hmm. to the deepest deepest pathos. Pathos means sad. Hmm. Um, continuing on from where I was, says here, this edition follows the text of As I Lay Dying as corrected in 1985. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> It includes the editor's the back of this book. Okay, well, that's boring. It's editor notes, blah, blah, blah. And then people say, oh, it's a good book. Ralph Alberstein. Neat. It's basically a family traveling with uh, the dead matron of the family to take her to the graveyard. Ew, there's a dead body on the front cover. Yuck. Well, Faulkner didn't draw the cover. <clears throat> Scary stories to tell on the Faulkner. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. So I have to get that myself somewhere. I can't yeah. borrow yours. You want to borrow that book to read? I'm not gonna have it. It doesn't come with a fucking tape. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. But I will definitely listen to it. I punky promise. Right. Uh so w- stay tuned for a couple episodes from now when I finally get through that book. Uh, I oh. gave you a fucking turnaround of a day on reading Animal Farm. That's true. I think you can give me a turnaround of a couple of the next week of listening to As I Lay Dying. I will do my best. Um if I tell you what, I am going on 
uh, a trip mm-hmm. to the beach, which I'm not. It's fine. Beach water park. The beach water park. Come to the beach. We've never seen that on here. We have. Um, yeah. We left a lot of it in there one time. Uh, but. If my uh, if my if my Dustin Diamond behind the bell book does not come in the mail from Amazon, which is not available in audiobook, what the fart? But you're gonna read that? Absolutely. Just put it on your shelf. I've been really I've been thinking a lot about Dustin Diamond lately, and I would I want to learn more, and I cannot wait to report back because I have a lot of things on my mind about him. I feel like <laughs> Dustin Diamond yeah. is a lot like David Berkowitz. <laughs> The son of Sam. Yeah. Except that, like, he stumbled into a television show, so he didn't have to, like, kill women. Dustin Diamond. More like more like Dustin Kubrick Zirconia. What's his real name? Dustin Diamond. Was he really born Dustin Diamond? Oh, I don't know. We'll find out in the book, I guess. It has to be a stage name. God, I want it to be. I want to go behind that bell. Apparently, they made some show about a movie, TV movie about it. I never watched it. But I want to read the book. Isn't he like a pathological liar, though? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I, I know that this stuff's not going to be real. You should read fucking Lark Voorhees' madness books instead. <laughs> I, Where every word is like separated by a comma. Uh, and it's all about like light or something. It's <laughs> um, I'm super into that idea. Let me show you something, though, real quick. And this is why I guess this is one of the reasons I am so excited about reading uh Behind the Bell. For those of you who aren't as familiar with what the cast of Saved by the Bell is doing beyond the show, what we're referring to is the fact that Lark Voorhees, a.k.a. Lisa Turtle, went insane, got a lot of plastic surgery, and then like self-publishes all these books that are like nonsensical rants with really strange punctuation. She takes all the punctuation that Cormac McCarthy leaves out of his novels and just jams it into hers wherever she can. (laughs) I get that reference, man. Do you? No. Look at this cover of Dustin Diamond behind the bell. It looks, he looks like a magician. Oh yeah, casting a spell of Saved by the Bell. Like he's wearing some shitty suede jacket with like that's like a Saved by the Bell college years (laughs) costume. And he has like a Hawaiian shirt underneath with the lapels creeping over his corduroy shit suede jacket. He has a goatee, which doesn't. Do you work. remember that uh, that Fox special with the masked magician where he would like reveal oh, yeah. tricks of magic? Yeah. If you put his mask on <laughs> Dustin Diamond there, it would like fit in perfectly. I don't even remember that bad show. That show was awesome. I mean, I like it. That took a lot of shit for that. Like it, I, He got death threats and stuff. Oh, yeah. You can't go against the magician's oh, yeah. council. Oh, yeah. That's magicians. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, and the, but like he's doing this weird hand motion, like ah, gotcha with my wizardry, and like a cutout of, of, of a public domain, like fucking Getty images, say by the bell, like stage pick. He's is, dressed is and posed coming as if James Brubaker was snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Old Professor Slopes. <laughs> And I, it, That's so funny. I don't know why we're going on and on about this photo. I don't <laughs> that they know. can't see. Uh, I feel like we've described it pretty well. We're textual tension now. We describe book Picture covers. James Brubaker snowboarding uh, and then enter Mario Lopez's face <laughs> magically bursting out of the crotch area. Oh, my God. It's pretty good. Well, I got to pee. I'm going to okay. take a break and then we'll come back to us. All right. Halfway okay. We'll be right back. 
Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway Okay would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, a little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayokay at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. <laughs> Halfway Okay. Now that's real estate. Walking around being a little guy. Hey, Sean Green. What a bad shirt that is. Why y'all walking around the town such a bad shirt? I guess I'm just an idiot. Maybe I should go get a new one at halfwayok.com slash store. Or Kohl's. Or, or Kohl's. Now back to Halfway Okay. Oh, and we're back. Ooh. Rusty. <clears throat> Ooh. Ooh. Mm-mm. Oh, buddy. Oh, no. Got to get in. It's a little borderline. Is it a little borderline? And Bring it back. back. Bring it back. I thought I always It's say never and. and we're back. I think it is over time. You're like that fucking redhead from Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> Thank you. You need to get it right or pay the price. Cute. And we're back. Oh, wait, bring, bring. What do you got? What, bring it back. It's in your show notes. Bring it back. Bring it, bring it back. Do you have the fucking topic? Yeah, I do. Well, we, we got some voicemails we okay. can listen to. Bring them up. Bring, bring it, it back. back. Ooh, bring it back. Ooh, bring it back. Ooh, bring it back. Papa John's Pizza. And speaking of bringing it back. <laughs> Here's an old classic segment oh. wrapped up in a bow just for you. A, a bow. Mutant Roundup. Mutant Roundup. <laughs> Mutant Roundup. Huge slew of fucking mutants from YouTube. Mutant Roundup! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Why don't you open your emails there, Sean? New segment and a whole new packaging. Wow, that's great. I'm very old excited segment. about the Old segment and a new packaging. Old, old packaging. We haven't had an actual Mutant Roundup in quite some time. Wow, really? I mean, Mutant Roundup. Danny, while I open up this email, which I can only do on one on my own. Mutant Roundup is, because I'm inferring what you're getting, trying to get at yeah. with your bad words, <laughs> yeah. is Mutant Roundup is a segment that it pops up every now and then where we uh, discuss some super fucking weirdo on YouTube, and then we stop doing Mutant Roundup for a while because we end up feeling bad. <laughs> And who? What kind of people have we gotten out of that rounder? William Tapley. Ah, uh, Rich Life was actually yes one of the OG Mutant Roundups. <laughs> uh, movie reviewer Sarah Hayes. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Dave. Yep. Um, uh, the the guy with the it was in the fairies. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, guy? Uh, that guy rolled something Valentine. Yeah. Was it was it Chris Valentine? <laughs> or am be- I just? <laughs> me- Meshing together the names of the Resident Evil 1 characters. 
Okay, here's it, Chris Valentine. Is this the email? The yeah. one that's uh, said uh, says MySpace account confirmation. Yep. Sweet. Um, okay. Now with this one, these videos are kind of long, and I did not sit through most of them. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna let you pile this a little bit, and you can when you get tired of video, we can go to the next one or skip right. forward a little bit. Cool. What's different about this one? Ah, is this lady uh, has been making videos for so long or whatever. And like, I found a fan wiki of her. Oh, so when you need to, I have some uh, some additional sources at the bottom huh. where you can go to her wiki or her homepage. <laughs> so why don't you just click on that first video? Okay, I'm already uh, excited. Okay, it's loading. I have bad internet computer. Okay, so let's. This is the first time you've ever been able to pause it before it started playing. I know. I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, so this is okay. These are not. This is not. This person is not very popular. I can say that already here because we only have three hundred. That's mean. Well, I'm just saying she can get her numbers up. Three hundred and three views on this. How many listeners do we get an episode? Oh. Okay, she's significantly more popular than us <laughs> and our previous YouTube show from years ago. Wow. Okay, she's okay. Well, she's that was your it. show. Well, yeah, you're wrong. So she's killing it on YouTube. It was 303 <laughs> views. Yipes. Uh, oh, well, 12 likes and 11 dislikes. This is this one is called How I Wrote a Matter Masterpiece. Oh, she's okay. Well, there we go. So we have an older lady. Mm-hmm. You know, she seems she seems like a, a mild mannered sort until you scope what's what scope your peepers on what's on her wall there. And she has an American flag picture in a frame that says, welcome president Trump, but it's in red lettering. So it's very difficult to pick up against the dark blue and white of the American flag. So already you paid money for that and it looks terrible. Let's see what this, what this lady has to say. I I feel like I already hate her. You're still going to like her. I don't believe you. I feel like you're going to have to go through a lot of obstacles. But you're going to end up liking her. There ain't one person alive that likes Trump. Hey, you know what? Mm. In my animal farm, you know what Napoleon and Trump have in common? They're both pigs. Mm. Okay. I feel like it was kind of uh, silly of George Orwell to name the villain of the book after Napoleon. It's a little... Uh, uh, Napoleon, the man who gave the most liberty and freedom to the entire fucking earth. Yeah. And he popularized that, uh, that one dancing YouTube thing, the history of dance. And he made an ice cream. Before I get started, everybody vote straight Republican. The Democratic Party is run by Lori McBride, and she is just so evil and proud. Who's Lori McBride? I don't know. She's turned oh. the Democratic Party literally into a terrorist organization oh, with yeah. Antifa and all that. And she's working with George Soros. So vote straight Republicans. Her goal is to impeach Donald yeah. Trump because he supports my conspiracy. Hold on, pause it for a second. And uh, now I just wanted to. Uh, you, we're doing so good until that point. <laughs> Thank you. We're not sure if James Brubaker left a voicemail, so I'm not sure if I am Republican or not. So I oh. I may agree or disagree with these statements. <laughs> Sorry about that. Continue. Hey, uh, if, you, if you notice, I haven't been making a lot of videos, and that's because um, the Lord showed me okay. <laughs> how to end Silver Skies. Silver Skies is a big you know, novel. When I worked on Silver Skies... I got writer's block 
1996 when I found out about Lori McBride. What? From 1994 to... So 19- she's been writing this book for how many years is that? That's a long a time. Years? Fucking Lori McBride and the Democrats that Ugh, Lori fucked Mc- it all up. Right. More like, Lori McBride sounds like an 80s sitcom actress. Mm-hmm. This was published, P.S., by the way, in October 18th of 2018. Just for your FYI information. So this is pretty old. It's not, uh, she in, still in has very recent videos, though. Well, she's continuing. Let's hear about her this book, Silver Skies. Uh, I wish. Cash so in. Listen up, writers. This is how you write a masterpiece. 96. I worked Talk just to about God. every day on Silver Skies. Real quick. I mean, I... I <laughs> this video? Drove. Yeah. As the first video was me trying to find a normal video. Uh-huh. This is as normal as possible video oh, of this lady. Okay. So this is, okay. This is our baseline here. Okay. I'm in, okay. Already, I can tell you, pretty attracted. Out to synagogues to research for the rabbi part because I wasn't raised Jewish. And I would buy books on Judaism. And at that time, I didn't have the internet, so I was relying on more conventional research methods. Okay, 96, and makes sense. I would buy books on the New Age movement because I had another character who was a New Ager, and I read read uh, about. Pri- I got the book. I got a book on private detectives and read up on that. Um, a book designed specifically for writers who have a private detective character, mainly for oh, mystery writers. That's a very specific. But, uh, <laughs> it's like the one book. Listen up, if you want to be write a masterpiece. You need to get your paws on any book about <laughs> writing as a private detective in synagogues. Yeah. I want to get a book about writing as a private detective while being a private detective. Go to a synagogue. Oh, my God. Um, Watch out for Lauren. The McBride. thing is. I always do. I worked very, very hard on this book. Okay. I knew it was my first novel. It wasn't exactly my first major fiction piece. My first major fiction piece was a screenplay or teleplay, which I learned a lot of. I learned how to characterize and plot from doing the screenplay. Nice, bad. Yeah. And I. Yeah, I don't know what's in this video, to be honest. On the craft of writing. Point. I also had the Writer's Digest magazine. And what I would do is I would read, like, Jack Bickham's scene and structure was very helpful to I me. Bet. Book, Let's skip ahead. Research this is this baseline. Researching what happened to the Oklahoma City Federal Building bombings. Oh. I had a subplot around that and about government corruption. And, what the fuck is Silver about Skies about? Losing their gun rights <laughs> and how that would affect the country, how it would affect the world. But I also wanted to put Bible prophecy in there. There we go. But I didn't <laughs> want it to be preachy. I wanted it to be literary. Okay. You <laughs> see, I felt like there was such a lack in modern literature William Tapley meets Virginia everything Wolf. was new agey yeah but with no keyboard was, let's skip, skip ahead a little bit more here. uh she 100 plays the, the keyboard <sighs> and i believe mr steven spielberg was able to make it work because he had orson scott card as his screenwriter is that why uh, let's go ahead a little more if you want to go ahead and skip to the is, next video isn't that the same thing that i wrote in 1996 so what i did on- let's get to the let's watch the last 30 seconds i really want to see what this lady has to say about what what her journey was here. Going through all my writing craft books, like I did back in the 1990s, this is going to take me at least a year to get the to get the last three last quarter of. The I mean, book your written. fucking book is not even out I'm, yet. I just finished reading Craft. I mean, Characters and Viewpoint by Scott Card. Yeah, I, I watched I watched I watched Craft on DVD, bitch. <laughs> okay, so let's. 
So what are your thoughts on her so far? I don't like her. I think she's a fucking, she's a, one of these crazies who are super bad. Now, just like the animal farm yeah. experiment. If she wasn't anti-Democrat, oh, what would you think of her? If I mean, she wasn't a talking donkey. <laughs> if she was a talking animal and a Democrat, <laughs> five stars, A++, fast shipping. All right, this next video is going to reveal uh, a little bit more about some of the tribulations she goes through in her okay. regular life. Well, I'm sure she. I mean, I'm sure she's got some struggles, you know. So this one is called. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, here we are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Read so, it. She, so she's in the same place as she was. Mm-hmm. She is in the same place. Same. same God awful fucking thing. She she did. I meant, should have mentioned this before. She has like this weird, like shitty plastic bookshelf that you would usually put in like a garage that's like kind of opened on all sides, that or like in a like a, a pantry or something that has a computer monitor on it. And I don't know what that's supposed to be. Some of the time last, it's on. Yeah, last like episode it was like yeah, last episode it was on. This one it's off. She's wearing a very sultry tanker uh, tank top. She has a lot of videos in a bikini. Oh my god, yum. Uh, but this one, a lot more, probably because of the sex appeal. 520 views. Yummers, mama. And sex then, sales. Oh, it does, especially when you when you have a title like this. Vigo Mordenston. Vigo Mordenston. Vigo Mordenston, a.k.a. Aragorn. Argolis. Uh, conspiracy to commit rape, murder, fraud, treason. Not and treason, just all. This is just those. Listing okay. them out with the commas. Okay. So what did Vigo do? Does Vigo. Guess what to find out. I want my men to bring a charge of conspiracy to commit fraud, murder, and rape. Okay, hold against on. Against Vigo Mortensen. I gotta rewind that a little bit. What is my men? Yes. I want my men to bring a charge of conspiracy to commit fraud, murder, and rape. I'll explain what her men are shortly. Vigo Mortensen <laughs> and the men who belong to the organization called Gail's Men Going Their Own Way. Uh, the problem is they're the not is going their own she way. Is. Oh. They are in a conspiracy to commit fraud. And the reason I say this is because Viggo Mortensen <laughs> was able to make brain-to-brain loving with me when Brent was unavailable by impersonating Brent, by Ooh. lying and Whoa. saying Whoa. that he was... Okay, who's Brent? Brent Spiner. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... We got a mutant. Okay. And to me, brain to brain, which, you know, that in itself, I didn't, I was willing to forgive him for it. And so when he <laughs> told me in January this, this month, after I found out that he lied to me, that he said he was wrong and that he was sorry. And, that, and then I made love to him as Vigo Morganson saying, I forgave him. But he was telling my men something totally different. He was telling my men that I was gay. I think now would actually be a good time to go to the email and then go to her fan wiki page. Oh, my God. So you'll understand who her men are. I better. um, Here, you know what? I'm going to do that on my phone. I think that might be easier. Okay. Woofy, woo-woo, Danny. This lady, this lady... It's great. So Brent Spiner, people that might not know, that is uh, TV's data from Star Trek The Next Generation. And it's also someone that Sean confused 
with a character on Bone Hill Road for about a half an hour in the episode of Brief Skedaddle when I was trying to describe a movie that had a character that looked like looked like Brent Spiner's character in Independence Day. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's also in Independence Day. So where should I be looking in this uh, in this wiki? Do you have it open? I do. Yeah, here, go nuts. Also, what is with this weird like fandom? I don't know if fandom bot Wikipedia, but they're like converting all the Wikipedia pages over to this thing called fandom, which insists you or download some app. I don't know. I hate it. I'm just going to read this so we can know a little bit more about Gail. Please. Uh, her, her pen name is Gabriel Chana. Okay. She also has an alias Empress Gail. Okay. <laughs> her occupation is leader of the Church of Gail. So she's humble. Empress of America, Walmart employee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love her. She lives in Florida. She's still alive. Okay, now here's the description. Gail Cord Schuler. Weird, because I brought up, I didn't think about this, but I brought up old Schuler Wheeler earlier, the inventor of the electric fan. Weird. Synchronicity coming back. Well, I'm becoming her fan. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Also known as her pen name, Gabrielle Channa is a YouTuber, novelist, screenwriter, and leader of the Church of Gale, an organization fighting against the Jesuit order to prevent them from achieving universal domination. Gale's men are comprised of many Hollywood stars and other famous people whom Gale has convinced to marry her and help fight against Jesuits. Because of Jesuit malware blocking the Church of Gale from reaching Earth, Gail is forced to live in an apartment building in Florida until the Jesuit space fleet is defeated. Okay. Gail believes that fat women's farts can cause mental retardation. Okay. Hold on. This is going to seem really ignorant. And I know it is. Jesuit. What is a Jesuit? It's religious in some way. What Uh, is it? I don't know. Is it a type of Christian? Uh, I think so. Or maybe... I don't... Let me ask Siri. I'm fucking... uh, Eastern religions, I don't know as much about. Almost Southern. What is a Jesuit? Here's some information. Uh, The Society of Jesus is a scholarly religious... Jesus people. Okay, got it. Okay, so they're the bad people in the Da Vinci Code. Got it. And now I'm back on a page of Dust and Diamonds. (laughs) Sorry, Harold. Let me me pull the the right thing here. I... uh, Okay, here we are. Okay. I wonder if she's married to Dustin Diamond. He is not one of her men. Aw, oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, Gail's first YouTube video was posted on January 21st, 2011, under her current YouTube channel. In this first video, she describes her apartment, shows off her new webcam, tests out her exercise equipment, and even sings a song, I'll Be With You in Apple Blossom Time by the Andrews Sisters. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, she describes her book, Silver Skies, as the forbidden movie version of Silver Skies stars Matthew McConaughey as the Silver Skies lead character, Dorben Haboku, and Dor lives in Brent Spiner's homeland, hometown, Maryland, Texas, because I wrote Silver Skies for Brent. Brent Spiner. Yeah. Uh, in this video, she makes dope, blah, blah. Following this initial video, she made a second video where she reads an excerpt of her Silver Skies. In an effort to make video not sound boring, as discussed in her first video, her third video is first known video evidence of her marriage list. This is also where the concept of brain-to-brain communication occurs. 
She explains that Vladimir Putin first showed her how to have sex this way back in the spring of 2003. In the video, she describes this form of lovemaking as a way to stay safe and keep her men alive. So Vladimir Putin was actually her first man. Uh, there's, I'm going to go to the husbands of Gail real fast. Yes. Uh, it's not too much. I mean, it's, if it, if these were women and she was like a Mormon man, this would seem very normal. Uh, yeah. Although she'd have a good, a good, uh, gaggle of men here. Mm. There's Brent Spiner. Yeah. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> who's kind of the oddball out here. Yeah. Why, why is he second? <laughs> why is Brent Spiner first? Cause Brent's her favorite. Oh yeah. I get it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Okay. And Gerard Butler. That's it? Yeah, that's all. What about Brad Pitt? No. What about George Clumer? I guess Putin isn't a fan. Mm. But that's basically Gale. Wowie zowie zammy whammy. Okay. Let's uh... go on a little bit and hear what old Vigo Bornson is up to. <laughs> a thut? Yeah. He said I was a thut because he what? succeeded in raping me. Basically, that's what he did. Thought. He raped oh. me. And then he had the gall to blame me, the rape victim, for falling for his con. Um, oh, real quick. And yeah, there's a bunch of clones of different people, <laughs> including Brent Spiner. So some of the time, like, she's Brent Spiner clones tried to fool her. And I think Vigo Mortensen was posing as Brent Spiner when he brain to brain fucked her. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she's becoming more attractive. Just because I don't know what what's going on in that twisted mind of his, because my man did reads on him and he says he <laughs> believes what he says that I'm you know that I'm a thut and all this. But, a thut. You thought. know, a lot of rapists are like that. They actually think that their victim enjoyed the rape, and you know, thinking that he was Brent. Oh, I'm feeling I'm going to sneeze. I, I did have some orgasms with him, but I thought he was Brent. And to be honest with you, I was feeling kind of guilty about... Um, Don't blame yourself. You about was not Brent. giving Brent yeah. enough brain-to-brain loving in the past year. Vigo has tried... The problem with Vigo, and the reason he's guilty of conspiracy to commit fraud, is first of all, he's lying about me. I was not unfaithful to Brent. Because, first of all, I thought he was Brent. Well, you so still was, fucked I, Vigo. Is Vigo Mortensen talking about this on his YouTube channel? I, would, I can only imagine yes. I thought I was making love to Brent. So how could that be unfaithful to Brent? <clears throat> Very unprofessional. I have not had actual sex with him. It's brain-to-brain sex. So I don't consider brain-to-brain sex. Act- Does he hear how high-pitched she got with sex with him? Mm-hmm. She, sex makes her very uncomfortable when it's with a real I don't person, know. I think. But what she's saying is she doesn't feel like brain-to-brain sex is cheating. Well, well she thought it was Brent. Yeah. Oh, should we skip or continue? Should you fucking get, do whatever you want. Delve as much <sighs> as you want. It's a, it's a 15-minute long one. Let's let's skip ahead a little bit more just to see what this creep... What else has creeps done? This Vigo, Who, Vigo? Oh, yeah. Fucking asshole. Faithful to Brent when I was not. Because... The only time I made Brent, the only time I made Brent to Vigo as himself, I think, was one time in January, and that's when he lied again and said he was sorry and that he'd lied about me and he was sorry and he apologized. And then I made love to him, saying I forgive him and that's okay. But th- that didn't. But th- he was just lying to me. He was manipulating me. Why he is Vigo really Mortensen brain to brain bopping 
60 year old woman i don't know like don't you think he can brain to brain someone else well especially yeah he definitely could i mean why does he gotta go out there like brent spiner slash vladimir putin's woman i don't well, i mean probably because of the 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 bragging rights like yo i got the you know the Ch- church of gale empress of the church of gale that's true bopped her <laughs> and to help uh fight the jesuits oh yeah you gotta get them well that's what a peculiar woman okay telling my man a totally different story and he's a little ahead let's skip a little ahead more odd rape murder <laughs> and all that go, go after a man you know laurie mcbride has pretty much taken over hollywood and that's pretty obvious now we're gonna find out who laura mcbride is we really do i think she was on the wiki hollywood guys they're celebrities Vigo <laughs> mortensen's their head and their celebrity has gotten to their head they have got they're so evil right now that they think they have the right to rape. Okay. And they're just like the sinners in Genesis 19. Did they're just like Sodom Kevin and Gamora. Spacey must be like King Jesuit. Right. Right? Like is this is this surfacing because of like the whole Me Too stuff you think? I don't know. Like, Where's your phone at? What is your deal, Gail? You're, Who are, are you still you? on the wiki? Go to the entry for Laura McBride. Let's see here. There is there one? Yeah, I saw it when you had scrolled way down. Oh, here we go. There's there's Lori McBride Jesuits and just Lori McBride. Go to Lori McBride. Is it Lori or Laura? Lori. L O R E E. Okay. Let's see here. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. So people can understand. I can't figure out this website. Sorry, this article seems to be empty. What the fuck? Maybe Lori McBride Jesuits. Oh my god. It's right above it. There's <laughs> like just a weird, creepy, like photos of Brent Spiner's top of head, uh, but like current day Brent ooh, Spiner. The fucking logo for the Lori McBride Jesuits is fucking sweet. Whoa. Yeah, it's like a, a spooky sun designed by Soundgarden. <laughs> I think I've seen that tattoo on people's elbows. The Lori McBride Jesuits, also known as the Lori McBride Church of Gale, are a faction of what? Jesuits that emerged shortly after the split caused by Zack Knight killing Angela Ballerina and retaking control of the Order of the Jesuits. Lori McBride and her followers attempted... Hold on, I'm going to oh. actually Google Lori McBride to find out who she is on in our dimension. Danny is like double-fisting phones right now, which okay. I find pretty, pretty great. Lori McBride. The fucking top result... Yeah. That comes up has to do with the Lori McBride Jesuits. The fucking Church of Gale wiki is the top of the list. Is this person even real? Like, is she an actual real political figure? I'm sorry, political figure? I don't fucking know. Uh, let's see. She does have an IMDB page. Uh <sighs> She's fucking Brent Spiner's wife. <laughs> the halfway okay mystery solving society has done it again. She was she's known for real doll. <laughs> what and, real uh, like real dolls? Apparently, it was a uh, some sort of production in two thousand. Wow. So I kind of have a feeling that that might be why Gail doesn't like. <laughs> This evil Democrat. <laughs> oh, she's just like a producer. I guess it's just Brent Spiner's wife. Wow. Anyway, what 
what she also she's been up to yeah is her and her followers attempted to sue the church of gail for their use of jesuit technology as well as their use of the name jesuit when referring to their ex-jesuit members however the court ruled that since church of gail contained many jesuit members as well as jesuit leader zach knight i'm sure that's someone too that sounds awesome (laughs) it was ruled that both the church of gail and laurie mcbride jesuits could use the jesuit label out of spite, oh. Lori McBride rebranded her faction of Jesuits the Lori McBride Church of Gale, prompting Gale to rename the Church of Gale to the Gale Cord Schuler Jesuits. <laughs> what a fucking... This is like the catty, bitchy version of the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Lori, not just because they're women, but yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. being bitchy. And they have boobs. Lori McBride's <laughs> faction of Jesuits later rose to power in Israel and use their position to push anti-Semitic stereotypes of the Jews. Cool. This caused Gail to declare herself Empress of Israel and tell all the real Jews to place a bucket of semen by their doors to indicate that they are not Jesuit Jew clones. You know how fucking long it would take to fill up a bucket? I mean, weeks. Uh, oh, let's go to Zach Knight's page here. Does that look familiar? I feel he looks like some American idol kind of guy. Yeah, he looks like Robin Thicke. He does. Uh, Full name Zach Knight, alias the Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) Age is immortal. I feel like you lead with that. November 22nd, 1991. This is his birthday. He's Antichrist. He's leader of the (laughs) Jesuit order. Yeah. Member of the Church of Gale. Okay. Uh, His family, his spouse is Rule 13. And his other spouse is Gail Cord Schuler. Abilities impregnating women by looking at them, creating shockwaves with his penis. Zach is the current leader of the Jesuit order and currently a member of the Church of Gale, alongside his spouse and fellow Jesuit, Rule 13. He currently occupies the number three spot of Gail's marriage list with Rule 13. I don't remember him being one of her men. Well, he's dead. Was I he? thought he was dead. He's immortal. Who died? Who, go on, it doesn't matter. Who died? Someone say, either he killed somebody or he died. He was involved in some sort of murder. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, who knows? <laughs> As leader of the Jesuits, Zach oversees the production and application of all Jesuit technologies. Yeah. And responsible for keeping the Jesuit gene pool strong by having sex with the female Jesuits. Zach Knight was eventually defeated when the Gale Shield ricocheted one of his super Nukake blasts back at him. Annihilating all of the Jesuits except for himself. Okay, this is anime now. (laughs) (laughs) Is Dragon Ball Z like this? Yes! Rule 13, he was staying with the Church of Gale and Angelina Ballerina. Is that who who he killed? Yes! That's it. Angelina Ballerina then took up the leadership of Jesuits after resurrecting all of them. And Satan tricked Zack Knight into handing over his Antichrist powers to her. Oh, man. However, Gail managed to get into contact with Zack Knight and convince him to turn over to the side of Jesus so he could be with Rule 13. Sure. Knowing of Zack Knight's love for Rule 13 and history of having sex with hundreds of Jesuits women, Gail amended her prenuptial agreement to allow his and Rule 13's relationship to continue. Oh, so by the Rule way, Rule 13's a person. Apparently. One of the things I checked out on her site is like there is a, uh, a link to her prenuptial agreement with Brent Spiner. <laughs> Thank God. After both the Church of Gale and Pink spacecraft crashed to Earth, <laughs> Zach, 
Zack Knight faced off against Angelina Ballerina in a climactic battle to save Rule 13, who had been kidnapped by Angelina. Zack Knight pulled down his pants and revealed his glowing perfect penis, causing are. the millions of Jesuits surrounding the fight to be sent aback by a shockwave. Upon seeing Zack's penis, Angelina was so overtaken with lust that she got down on her hands and knees and crawled over to suck it. As soon as she came into contact with it, however, Zack Knight Arutsukidojied her and ejaculated so hard it destroyed her plate and prayed and blew off the back of her head. <laughs> okay. With Angelina Beller. Let me read that again. Okay. <laughs> as soon as she came into contact with it, however, Zack Knight Arutsukidojied her and ejaculated so hard that it destroyed her brain and blew off the back of her head. It's impossible to say that without giggling. With Angelina Ballerina dead, Zach reobtained his Antichrist status. It was made leader of a reformed Jesuit order. Immediately after killing Angelina, Zach got on his knees and proposed to Rule 13. Aww. That is sweet. Placing a wedding ring on his penis. Rule 13 accepted and stuck Zach's penis in her mouth. As the new leader of the Jesuits, Zach was able to move all of Gail's men onto Jesus spaceships. Jesuit spaceships, sorry. That 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 sounded silly. Yeah, that sounds... Come on. I want to find out who Rule 13 is now. Oh my god, this is... I really hope it's just uh, (sighs) Olivia Wilde as her character 13 on House. Oh. Uh, It's some Japanese woman in like an SS... Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Occupation Master Seductress. Okay. Uh, Rule 13 is... So is this all... Is this Silver Skies? Is this all her novel? I don't... Oh, yeah. Maybe it is. But all of it goes... It bleeds into reality so much that I don't know what the hell's going on. Let's just listen a little more. This is Gail's world. We're just living in it. (laughs) No, that's a shirt. And said... You, those two angels that came and visited you, we want to rape them. And, and he said, oh, no, don't do this. This is wicked. They said, who are you to tell us what to do? You live in our town, and you're going to tell us what to do. We that have sounds the right just like to Vigo have sex Mortensen. with we want to have sex. It sounds kind of like, like Vigo Mortensen and his group of Gales men going their own way. Similar <coughs> attitude. So the angels said, we, you're going to get out of here, Lockheed. We're going to send, God's going to send fire and brimstone on this town. Oh, no. Now, a lot of people say that Sodom and God punished Sodom and Gomorrah for homosexuality. No, the Bible says it was just a wicked town. Now, they happen to be predominantly homosexual. That was just a coincidence. Um, I think uh, it wasn't so much that they were homosexuals that they got punished. It was for violent, assaultive style sex. Did you know (laughs) that Vigo and his men got mad at me when I told when they were, they were, what they were overhearing me talking, writing to, they were watching me write to. She talks like you. And I said that <laughs> I sounds like a halfway okay to limit my sex to Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner, my husband, and maybe have sex with some of the other guys on the marriage list. If again, Brent gives me permission, but I really would like to limit it to about 10. <laughs> wow, they oh. were furious. Oh, okay, let's they, skip a little more. Brent. Spider clone has taken over Brent's Twitter. There we are. To make a long story short, Vigo Mortensen 
is now <laughs> has now aligned himself with Lori McBride 100. percent Okay. Um, which makes him a Lori McBride Jesuit worthy of the death penalty. But I want you to not only go after them for the death penalty. We need to sue them as well. Because Vigo Mortensen is a yeah. is a Lori McBride Jesuit now. Also, uh, what happened to Matthew McConaughey with Camilla? Danny, can we? Are we? Probably we're, we're Lori McBride Jesuits, us, right? Can we uh, can we officially like side with them? Because I like them way more than her, and I don't even know what they're about. I don't know. Okay, maybe there's some more vids on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, which side is Roll Thirteen on again? Uh, uh I don't. Uh, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I, Danny, I don't know. This is a. It's a hard decision because like you picked the wrong side. Yeah. And Zach Knight's penis ejaculates through the back of your head. I will not suck it. I'm no Jesuit. Even if he puts a Wedigree on it? Well, I maybe then. <laughs> if you want me to suck it, put a ring on it. Beyonce. Holy shit. This one's 25 minutes long. Okay. Whew. So this is this this third video. I, okay. There, okay. I like the sign Okay. So I picked it. So you didn't really watch this one. It's just the title. I watched a little bit of it, but like, oh, there's a lot. It's going a continual here. step up from the first video to the second video to this. Oof. Okay, so this was post Jan one, 2019. Uh, the previous video is a little bit after that. Oh, this is great. Okay, so this one is called Jesus colon Gail Vagina Butt presents today's politics not important. Well, then tell that to the Trump sign behind you, lady. Actually, there. There's some videos that I did not watch. She gets recently. She's gotten anti-Trump. Oh, and is a progressive, according to her. <laughs> well, I like her now. Um, so this is a I I'm I don't something that looks like a book cover is uh, is on the screen here. It says Bible for tribulations tri- Bible for tribulation saints. Yeah. Jesus, 2012 to 2017. There is a man who looks like a Brent Spiner playing Jesus, but it's a shitty drawing, and then a picture of a dove, and it's on a galaxy background, and it says Brent Spiner and Gail Cord Schuller. And then it says next to it, in white, uh, aerial font, it says, um, Jesus speaks to Gail, Terrence and Brent Spiner, December 25th to 28th, 2018. This is an amendum, an amendum, an adamantium to Bible for tribulation saints. Well, that might be confusing, but <laughs> yeah, everything in here is pretty easy to yeah, follow. Yeah, this is pretty. So this is a long one. So we're just going to figure out what this is, what the tone is, see if we can find any juicy nugs. Mm. That sounds like that sounds like pot again. It sounds like Jesuit talk. Oh. November 25th, 2018, on Skype, Terrance Jenkins. Merry Christmas, Gail. <laughs> Hi, Terrance. I just read Brent's amazing account. It sure be amazing. <laughs> Long time no here. I hear Brain to Brain it had something to do with my novel in progress, Silver Skies 1996 version and Silver Skies the Millennium. Did you feel it in your vagina? Well, okay. I didn't feel it until I read the account. Not okay, sure. Hold on. Is she just reading I don't know. emails or comments? I don't know. Is this a friendster that's still open? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's skip that a little bit. Because again, this is very long, this vid. <laughs> Top 10 men on my marriage list? I heard this brain to brain. 
Zach explained that he sent that email while the machine was running. It sent while time was going fast outside before he. Okay, why is she doing like some, I don't know, like a Tom Sawyer audiobook, like narrating. This is for you. Oh my god, I love the Bible it. for tribulation saints. I'm assuming Silver Skies 1996 <laughs> and Silver Skies Millennium Edition. I'll have audio versions. I need her Patreon. I need her Kickstarter. I, I need this she has book. A Patreon. Thank God. Maybe I bet she has nudes. I haven't made any brain to brain with him, though, but I think he's been talking to me. I ain't sure. I'd have to ask Brent. I love The Lord of the Rings now. It's been a real inspiration for me as I work on my Silver Skies novels. Okay, let's skip along uh, a little more. Descent. This obviously, if only you knew what we knew from the last video oh, man. before you said that. Going back in the past. <sighs> Why don't you just go to her YouTube page and look through different videos and pick something that you like okay well okay and then we got to move on i would love to revisit her every episode until it gets old mm. um also brain debate brain is our episode title because that's really good um all right, let's, oh. and also kind of like a sci-fi sitcom yeah <laughs> yeah there's a real old video of her announcing that they killed uh, Obama. Yeah. And like Vladimir Putin was like super upset about it. Really? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's this. I don't. I, again, this caught my eye. I don't know her why. in the bikini. Oh, hold on. I need to figure <laughs> out. Fucking horn dog. Oh, no, like hold on. Vigo Mortensen. Jolie, <laughs> he's trying to braid to braid Gale. These are what I have available. For June 2019, I okay. took... <laughs> oh, my God. I love this world. I love this world. Does it have okay. the graphics, or do you think she's selling actual nudes? <laughs> I think... I called it, didn't I? I fucking <laughs> called it. Okay. So this is called... This is called... Playboy shots for June 2019. In parentheses, it says, Empress Gale at 61. There is... Two <laughs> very Ms. Paintly cut out nude pictures of her. That could just be like a white uh, blank stigma miasma that's always around her body and not it's just like a poorly copy paste. A pixelated miasma. Also good episode title. Uh, with her like photoshopped. I'm sure it's not photoshopped in front of. Uh, two different types of waterfalls. Take your pick. <laughs> one rocky, one grassy. There's always fucking water in these videos. Every time. They love it. They lap it up. And then there are flowers. Running water can often generate paranormal activity. There so we go. I think William Tapley and uh, Gail, who they should really get together. I would love that. Oh, my God. A bunch of Kappas. Would they be enemies or lovers? Both. <laughs> I'm going to brain to brain you. Brain to brain on the train. Okay. The brain train is coming. <laughs> and I mean coming. I'll blow out your skull. Just like that night. Obama's <laughs> scary still. I agree. Um, and then there are fl- pictures of flowers covering up her her bits. So this apparently, we, I got to find out. It's the same photo as, we did we say that? Oh, it is, yeah. It is the backgrounds. same photo of her, but just with different backgrounds. Two different waterfalls. This is great. Let's this listen is- on to find out how we can get the goods. Pictures on May 27, 2019, because someone wants some photos for June, and I wanted to pro- provide something recent. 
Those who pay $40 a month via my Patreon Jesus. get to see me fully nude. I'm not I on any special diet. fucking called it. She's not on any special diet? Okay, well, I don't care. $40 for fucking nudes. Does this bitch not know about the internet? I called it. So here, let's. I, here's here's what I want. I want to read these comments now and see. I feel like there's going to be a conversation between you and Julie in the future where you're like, <laughs> "Oh, I accidentally got charged forty dollars." <laughs> Why are your grandma's nudes in the, stuffed in the couch cushions? Um, Okay, this is a person saying, is John Ballinger says, you're a, you're a hero the universe needs and wants. Uh, the one says, looking good. Gail is sexy. Gail, you are amazing. Good for you, Gail, and amazing. Huh. So people are supporting. I don't know if they're $40 supporting. There's just six comments. That's fucking weird. Is there a link to our Patreon? Uh, I don't know if she is sophisticated enough to do that. By the way, we still have never instituted a patreon because yeah. we feel kind of slimy about that sort of thing yeah if we ever do our nudes will be so much cheaper than 40 dollars yes. a month yes it is not worth 40 <laughs> okay i you know what i i think i think we're good okay i think we're good i am bookmarking this page because this is this will come back to haunt this show <laughs> We have we may have somebody that rivals uh, Rich Life or Road Chips here. This this person's great. I feel like her parallel is William Tapley. I agree, but I'm saying as far as the yeah, I guess you're right. She's Space Tapley. She, you know what she reminds me of? She she's a more coherent. Um, you you're not that familiar with Chris Chan or Christine Weston Chandler now? Well, she's she's been spiraling into a fucking chaos spin on Twitter talking about different universes. It's insane. Well, there really, are different universes. Check it out. Nature never makes one thing of anything. Except for fucking Giovanni Ribisi. I don't even like him, but I don't, I don't uh, like Giovanni fucking rules. Well, I'm all in it now. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was Gail, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Do you, you want to play us yeah. out with the mutant roundups? <laughs> mutant roundup. Mutant roundup. The mutant roundup. Huge slew of fucking mutants from YouTube. <laughs> Mutant Roundup! Oh yeah! <laughs> right, that was the Mutant Roundup. That is great. Back from the dead. Back from the bread. Okay, so we got some stuff here. We do have a. We do have. We do have a. This is from uh, James Brubaker. Oh, ready? we have voicemail. Yeah. We do have voicemail. About to find out my political party. Possibly. You think? You think I would have by now come up with a voicemail like segment? Theme, haven't done it. Yeah, you don't really put a lot of effort into this. You were just talking about how it doesn't take you that long to edit. Okay, well, go to the moon. So here we go. This is James Brubaker. Real Brubank. quick. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about real estate? No. I have to. Okay. I have to proofread the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Because Shaw doesn't know language. Well, and Danny, and for yeah. some reason, writes them. Yeah, just so he can be fucking snotty with shit mm. and paint things his way. I don't know about that. He thought real estate was one word <laughs> that was R E A L I S T A T E. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, Thirty nine. Okay. Going on twelve. We have some voicemails with no music. <laughs> okay. Voicemail. <laughs> okay. Calls Rebecca. I guess you wouldn't call Rebecca on the voice. Yeah, don't do that. 
You won't get us. Okay, let's listen. This is James Brewbreaker. I'll work on the song. Yeah, thank you. Danny, yes, you can like David Lee Roth and be a Democrat. In fact, I think, you know, well, I, well I'm generally in favor of uh, political correctness. Is most of the time just basic human decency. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have some moderating voices uh, on the left sort of saying, hey, like, why be offended about this thing from 30 years ago? Sure, we can say that it's problematic, um, but that doesn't mean we've got to, like, protest David Lee Roth for stuff that he did 30, 30 years ago or whatever. Hmm. Um, I think it's good to, to consider historical context, be aware of current conversations and, and what makes something uh, problematic now. Um, but to sort of understand that things existed in their context uh, and not just sort of write them off and melt down over them. Um, listen, Sean? Just- yeah, they sort of it kind of in and out. Think about my Mario Maker levels. Anyway, let's keep going. It's good to have people like you on the left uh, to to try to moderate huh. the the sometimes. Uh, extreme reactions that they have to things that honestly people shouldn't really uh, get that worked up about. So what he's saying is it's good for people like me to be involved in the left to keep fucking idiots like you, Sean Green, in check. I mean, in Van Halen rules. Well, I don't know about that. Let's let's let him finish out. I don't know if that's the case. I don't have to become a Republican. (laughs) Up against, you know, like casual homophobia, the way that it exists in the 80s. Um, But... I think, too, to say, like, hey, that was the 80s. That's pretty messed up. Um, but we're not That's like funny. that now. And the video, that message doesn't apply now. But let's understand it for what it is, a, a, a window into the culture of the 1980s. Um, on a completely unrelated note, uh, and I won't be able to listen to this probably for a week or two because I'm going to be out of town. Um, have you guys seen Midsummer? I'm really curious to hear uh, people who like horror movies thoughts on Midsummer. Uh, saw it yesterday. It's weird, man. Um, <laughs> catch you guys later. Bye. I need to see. I really want to see Midsummer. It's from the people that made Heredity. Yeah, I, I've uh, heard very little about it. Mm-hmm. I've purposely not watched trailers. So to me, I have no idea what it's about. Uh, but basically, what James is saying. Mm-hmm. Is that I can still be more left leaning, mm-hmm. and it's really funny to punch, to blast effeminate men in the face for getting too close. <laughs> yeah. well, Dean, and by your- the way, <laughs> if you had a different different opinion from Brew Baker and think David Lee Roth is bad, fuck you, wow. because he's done a lot for women. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't until David Lee Roth, uh, hot for teacher. Yeah. Before that point, only like male teachers could have sexual relationships <laughs> with their students. David Lee Roth brought in the whole thing and equalized it. Wow, what a hero! Yeah, killer drum solo. Um, that uh, what Danny's referring to is last episode. He had some issues uh, because the left is screaming about David Lee Roth, an, an ancient David Lee Roth everything. video, and everything. That's, that's 
that's why I, even though I feel like typically more left positions are more common sense, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many fucking annoying people well, they on all, the left. Yeah. Like Fred Armisen. He's, if he's left, I don't know. I hate he, him. Sean fucking suggested to me well, okay. a goddamn show with Fred Armisen in I it. I knew you would. Knowing full well <laughs> that I would have known Fred Armisen was in it. Let I, me tell you, what was the name of this show? Los Espookies. Okay, let me tell you a little story. <laughs> there was once yeah. a little frog old man <laughs> who would sneak into bedrooms oh. when women were asleep and touch them inappropriately. Yeah. And then one day, an executive confused this little old man frog demon <laughs> for Ed Helms. And then all of a sudden, Fred Armisen was in all kinds of shit. He's in all these Ed Helms roles. <laughs> Fuck Fred Armisen. His face is unnatural, and I hate him. He ruins everything. He doesn't. The, there's one episode of Parks and Rec that I skip every time I rewatch it, oh, and it's Venezuelan the one. one. It's the yeah. one where they're like, "Hey, let's let fucking Fred Armisen turn this whole episode into a Mad TV skit." <laughs> He's basically doing that. Uh, what's that puppeteer guy? Who does the skull Osama bin Laden? Oh. He's doing one of those voices the whole fucking time. Yeah. He's the worst. And then that one girl, who's the girl he's always doing shit with? That was also in SNL. Maya Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. She's great. And he's ruined her. I re- I like fuck all of you. Okay. If you like Fred Armisen or are Fred Armisen. Well, let's. let's- he's. He's what? a Weinstein. <laughs> if he was if he was white, you would hate him. Oh yeah. But you just have to fucking bitch about David Lee Roth <laughs> and champion this fucking mind to mind rapist Fred Armisen. I only like him, he's a frog demon. Man of halfway okay. <laughs> Fred Armisen is guilty of murder, rape, fraud, and treason. Oh my god, treason too? Brain to brain, arrest him. <laughs> okay, we have we have one more. But no, I didn't watch that <laughs> fucking show. Jesus. Okay. Thank you for your call, James. Yeah, thanks, James. Okay, we have a couple. We have some. We have another here. This one I saw who it is from. I did not listen to it. I believe this is from the. So I was on an episode of Textual Tension. Which is a, uh, a podcast. Uh oh. I was on episode nineteen, and they read um, romance novels. You would best remember mention of the podcast textual tension because that was the podcast. Allegedly, Sean Green was violently masturbating <laughs> yeah, there we go. under the table during. Yeah, that's the one. I uh, did not. Uh, but let's listen to what uh, one of the hosts of Textual Tension's husband has to say. When the day before we posted the episode of you saying that I was violently masturbating while recording the podcast with them, wow. message me was like, man, your show is really funny. And I was like, wow, thanks, man. I really appreciate That's it. That's a compliment in a way. Until he hurt. You don't want to be Until married to someone who people wouldn't want to violently masturbate under the table near. Huh. W- Sir, I am so sorry for Sean's actions. <laughs> okay, let's listen to this thing. Let's listen to it. Hello, halfway okay. This is uh, Zach. Uh, I'm the husband of Rachel, uh, who runs Textual Tension. There we go. Uh, I just wanted to uh, get in touch with you. Danny, we haven't met before, but I uh, thought it'd be nice to uh, chat now. Hi, Zach. 
Sean, I'm I'm sending you a dry cleaning bill. Uh, the <laughs> the rug's a mess. The okay. the chair's a mess. It's good. Um, and you admitted on episode <laughs> that you were furiously masturbating in front of my wife and her co-host. Uh, it's a couple hundred bucks. I'll send it your way. Uh, just let me know if you've got a PO box or if I can uh, handle it. Bye, guys. Okay, that was vaguely threatening. Zach is trying to brain rape me. <laughs> if it was a hundred dollars worth the dry cleaning, <laughs> yes, that was that probably be enough semen to fill a bucket. <laughs> Shit, you could have sold that to the children of Israel. <sighs> Foiled again by my own lust. Thanks, uh, thanks for calling in and not being too upset that <laughs> yeah. uh, maniac pervert Sean no, Green okay. was loose I'm, in your home. I'm the victim. Uh, thank you, Zach. I'm so sorry uh, for everything. Okay. So whereas Zach Knight <laughs> yes. can ejaculate <laughs> through a villain's skull, yeah. Sean Green apparently can ejaculate... <laughs> Through most through, upholstery. Through the exterior of a <laughs> pair of sweatpants onto a rug. <laughs> it's a steady drip. Okay, gross, Danny. That was textual tension. Their uh, blog or something. <laughs> Their cooking blog. Okay, so we have one more thing here. Textualtension.com, right? I don't know. Textualtensionpodcast.net. <laughs> Dot... Google, no. Fucking Google them. Just Google them. Do you really need a fucking website? Are you that goddamn stupid? <laughs> Are you so fucking stupid? You need the whole URL spelled out for you? If you're fucking interested, look it up in a search engine. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These fucking Jesuits. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Okay. And I wanted to skip this because we're running long already, but... Give the, give the people some content. Give the people some content is what I always say. I was really hoping to save this for next week. But Basically just watched videos all episode. I know. Okay. Let's listen to this and uh, let's listen to this. Hello, Danny. Hello, Sean. Happy Jason Bateman Day. And welcome to a new feature of the show called just a gigolo. <laughs> In email number one, you will find five single panel comics with the text removed. Huh. Open them one at a time and describe what you see for the listening audience. Then, each of you are to guess what the text used to say based on you know the context of the comic and how to make that funny. After you have gone through all five, open email number two and reveal the answers. Oh. You get one point if you correctly guess the joke, even if the wording isn't exactly the same. But in addition, I will post versions of these comics to the Friendship Club using your guesses. And all of your fans, me and Ian, I guess, will vote on which of you came up with the funnier answers. I love Philip. The one thing I do not love, the one thing I hate about Philip uh-huh. is uh, his Justin Bateman thing, where he replaces Giovanni Ribisi with them. Well, it's funny. It's, let's the one, <laughs> it's the one thing keeping Philip from being a perfect creature. Okay, let's continue. Let's figure the rest of this this weird game. I don't. I didn't. I'm not. Okay. Did you open an email? On which of you came up with the funnier answers? Once the winner is determined, I will mail him Papa John coupon. <gasps> <laughs> it's original score by Philip. I love it. 
Okay, so... <laughs> oh, shh! Why do you have to interrupt every song? Ugh. <laughs> shh! And that's just a giggle out. <laughs> Okay, so let me see if I get this right. So there are, he sent emails. The very end of the transcription says, and that's just a giggle, hello. <laughs> just a giggle, hello. Um, so if I remember what he said right, in the first email, there are five comic book panels that we describe mm -hmm. and then try to guess what the comic said. Okay. While also being funny. And then email two is the actual answers to those. So... There's this about a 60% chance you open up the wrong one and we already have the answers. No, I, well, hey, you know what? I did it right. Uh, let's open up this first one here. Okay. Oof. Okay, so this is, this is, they don't like it. Terrifying. I don't like it. So this is a, 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 a man, an African-American man who is some sort of. It's a donut. <laughs> oh shit you're right and then and then the guy helping him is an african-american man it's a donut in a dentist chair it seems and he's I smiling just white huh no what he's black what he's he's ethnic okay I think he's a regular person well i'm not sh sure why you seem to think that you have to specify diversity so he's it's two guys one's a donut. I, also, I also didn't mean to state that uh ethnic people were not regular people <laughs> oh wow oh i mean but that's a plain donut so so we got two so okay and then there's two speech balloons one is the man he's first and then the donut second uh okay i can i can i go first yeah um so what will you so what will you have today the dentist said and then what will you have today yeah he's like what will you have today is a dentist restaurant and then the donut's like just a filling because donuts can be filled. What is yours? So you're actually trying to come up with the actual yeah. thing. I would say the man, mm -hmm. uh, vague background, is saying, <laughs> unfortunately, we're unable to help you right now because uh, the medical industry in this country oh. is a torturous scam. Oh. And we want you to just have pain all the time <laughs> and be poor forever Okay, and die and be alone in the wind. What's, okay, what's the donut saying? I'm a donut! <laughs> All right. So we'll figure out which one is that is. Um, should we open up the, the first? Let's open up the second. Let, oh, let's, be, let's be real calm here. Go to the second email and open it to find the answers to correspond with the one we just watched. I'll do my best. The one we just watched. <laughs> is it an animation? I wish. Okay, so the first donut. Okay, I'm gonna go to that second. Oh God, this is so confused. Oh God, Google, let me fucking open things in the double. Okay. In the future, Philip, please make this as simple as possible for Sean. Okay, I open up the first email again. Hold on. <laughs> okay, don't look at the other ones. Okay, Danny. This I'm not is... gonna look at it at all. Oh shit! Wrong one. Wrong one. Don't look at it. He put them in a different order. Okay. So was there a fucking giant donut in that one though? No, I just clicked. It was in the first position. Okay, so this one says, "Hey, holy shit! You need a filling. Make it chocolate, please." You need, the dentist is saying you need a filling. The donut is saying 
Make it chocolate, please. I fucking won. No, that, you didn't. I did too. Is the joke was about filling. You had the donut requesting a filling, and you had the dentist being some restauranteer <laughs> asking, "What do you have today?" Yeah, he, no, because I'm not a fucking trained medical uh, practitioner who should be able to visualize what you need. Well, you're the fucking expert when you come to my dentist shop. I mean, look, man. I think I answered pretty. That fucking, one was a tie. No, Philip. I feel like you should. Philip likes me better than you. Well, what do you know? Philip, if you side with me, <laughs> I can procure you a dollar off oh. any halfway okay shower curtain <laughs> or bedspread. Up okay. to full price. Up to full price. So let's click uh, the, uh, the first email. Okay. And we'll click it. This is the second image. This one's called. Okay, so this is just a bird uh, at a diner, okay? Okay. And it's uh, very bright colors here. And it looks like some crazed parrot, and he's holding up a diner menu. He's reading. He's at the bar. He's settled up to the diner bar, and he's reading a diner menu. And a lady in a pink diner dress, you can't see her head, is She's writing holding up down, a notebook. Ready to take his order. Man, you're good at this. You can describe the other ones. Okay, I, oh, can I go first? Please. Um... Hey, no matter. Hey, lady. Uh, she, he, the bird. Real saying, quick. Yeah. You can't edit either. <laughs> I know. So as soon as you start talking, that's yes. the whole bubble. Type it out. Okay. Hey, lady. Whatever's on here better be cheap. Because birds are say cheap. Okay. Huh. All right, mine. Yes. Uh, oh, you got any specials? I'm on break from being on Philip's shirt all day. <laughs> Only real halfway okay friendship club <laughs> fans will to get that one because yeah. Philip uh, wears those shirts. Okay, uh, so let's... Philip dresses like a an eighties mall mannequin, <laughs> and that's one reason we love him. I love him. Okay, let's click on that one. Uh, let's and see the real an- let's see the real answer. Oh shit! I just don't wait. I would put that on a Google Drive. Okay. Okay, what is he saying, Danny? Uh, it's the angle's fucked up. I know it seems absurd that all I want is a cracker, but unfortunately, that's all I've been trained to say. <laughs> so basically what I said. Yeah. That, okay. Wow. He did it. That's funny. <laughs> that's a pretty funny comic. Okay. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to the next one here. Oh, dear. Danny, why don't you describe what this is? Uh, we appear to, again, be in some sort of medical office. Mm-hmm. On to the left, we have a female medical practitioner, probably a secretary, uh, <laughs> or a doctor, or the inventor of medicine. Oh, my God. Ladies, it. Jesus. <laughs> and to the right, we have her boss, a man in a doctor's outfit. And betwixt them, <laughs> there is a pair of clothes. Uh, it, pe- it appears that a person has turned into dust or salt before they're very... Glass-covered eyes. Yeah, everyone's wearing glasses, including the salt pile person. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor is the only, the male doctor. Wow, that was sexist. The male doctor. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Well, you, you establish her as a secretary. So the king male oh, doctor well, man is cor- speaking, and his subordinate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she has a pig. She has pigtails. It's like grow up. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, is he's the only one talking. 
<sighs> Boy, you know, okay. Uh, I'll say it. I'll say it first. Mm-hmm. What I think happened. The doctor, male doctor is saying, they always go to pieces after seeing the bill. <laughs> what do you think he's saying? Do you want to fuck on this old <laughs> dust dead body? <laughs> We're really doing our, our straight man wacky guy routine pretty well today. I really like it. Okay, let's go. Let's see what the real answer is here. Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Here it is. Why don't you read that, Danny? Well, he's dead, but he died inventing the single greatest wicking material mankind has ever seen. Oh, they're scientists. They're not doctors. <laughs> what fools we were. <laughs> What's a wicking material? So actually, you definitely lose that round. Wow. Because I don't think the scientists are billing each other. <laughs> you never know. Mind to mind billing. Okay. Uh, there's two more here. Ooh, one's a Lockhorns. Let's do the Lockhorns. Fucking love Lockhorns. Oh man. So I guess the text is uh, is underneath the uh, Mrs. Lockhorn. Okay, just describe it. I can't do it. The Lockhorns are leaving a home. <laughs> Meanwhile, the residents of the home remain in the doorway, staring out. It there. appears some event of a tense nature has previously <laughs> occurred. You should do all of this talking on this show. So the two, the two people are dressed in black. They are looking mad at Mr. Lockhorn, who seems to maybe have a black eye. And then, um, I think he's just has his eyes closed. Oh, and he's mad. He looks very mad and embarrassed. And Mrs. Lockhorn is like, Oh, good grief. And is real marmalady about it and is just exasperated. And she's talk. She's the one talking. So what is she saying? I'll say, I know. You want me to tell you mine? Yeah, please. Um, she's saying, this is why we can't have nice friends. <laughs> what do you think she's saying? The gods do not smile on us. Oh. Well, it's, I think we. I, it could be either one. It could be either one. Let's see what it really is. Give me them lock. Show me those lockhorns. Well, so much to so much for. Okay. Well, well so says, much for just be yourself. So I feel like I, mine was close. I don't remember what you said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we have another one. Well, the last one looks like, and uh, oh, uh, can I describe this one, Danny? Sure. It's a black and white line drawing. It's a bed filled with dogs. Show title. I feel like it's important to sh- like stylistically. Okay, it's a bed full of dogs. <laughs> yeah, show title. It's funny. It's a bed full of dogs. There's a water on one of the inst- tables. And anyway, so the do- one of the they all seem to be looking at this water on an end table. You know, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dogs, all of varying sizes, Here. shades, and creeds. On this one, mm-hmm. I want you to try to answer it in the way I would. Oh, and I I'll try that. to answer it in the way you would. So you go first and I go last? No, just in that fashion. Okay. But it, but can I still go last? If you want. Because I feel like it's funnier to do it that way. Okay. That's why the joke's been working this so many times. Gotcha. We're killing it. <laughs> the uh, numbers are so high. I right know. <laughs> so the dog, all the way to the end of the bed. Again, all the dogs are looking towards the glass of water. The dog on the end of the bed, closest to the water, is the only one speaking. Dogs don't talk, but I love it that they do in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, go ahead, Danny. I th- I well I think I think what I think what the I th- I think what the dog the doggy would say is 
I'm trying to count sheep, but it just makes me want to chase them. Oh. That's really funny. Oh, man, that's good. Um, no, what I think that they're saying, I don't know why I have to do your voice. I don't know either. It's well, racist. Uh, yeah. Well, what I think he's saying is uh, half empty or half full. Who gives a fuck? This glass is full of fucking piss. Sounds just like that. I know. Oh man, let's see what they let's see what these little puppers really had to say. What a puppy bed, huh? What a puppy bed. Uh, so what is it? What is that dog really saying? I can hear them coming upstairs. Quick, everybody, close your eyes. Uh, they weren't even looking at the glass of water. What a red herring, huh? Well, for Philip, you apparently. Why don't you give us better ones next time, Philip? I loved Philip's comic corner. What do they call this? Giovanni uh, Just corner? a gigolo. Just a gigolo. <laughs> oh, I get it. Play that music. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me go. Let me go back to it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of music, oh my godly god. Uh, everybody, thank you so, so much for being part of the magic. Please buy our shirts. We the don't Giovanni have Giovanni Rabisi Vaporwave shirt. <laughs> it's a very, I spent a lot of time on it. It's a really nice shirt. Thank you. Uh, the colors are very nice. Awesome for all varieties. Fully realized the idea I created. And then acted on a couple episodes ago. I mean, we both kind of had the idea for a vaporwave shirt, but I don't know about that. Well, okay. So anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, uh, and we love you, everybody, and have a nice day, everybody. Love you, bitch. Love you, bitch. I said that aggressively. I didn't mean that. Love you, bitch. Love you, bitch. Thank you. Hide them in your pocket and eat them at mass. See, eight hour boys would be nothing without our polos. We sleep eight hours and then all day we eat polos. Mommy, daddy, devil, daddy. God damn, okay.